have had many conversations in our home concerning relationships, how relationships are viewed today, how they were viewed when I was a teenager, and how will we choose to walk in them. Join me this week as I talk about the value of relationships. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. heard more times than I can count that the way teens do relationships today is different. They're free to talk to whomever they want for as long as they want without it carrying any weight as to the seriousness of the relationship. It doesn't matter that they spend hours texting and snapping and iMessaging because if they were just communicating that way, it really isn't that serious. They don't see the deception of the emotional attachment it builds between you and that other person. And quite frankly, neither do we. Neither did I. These are the very things that set them up later in life for heartbreak. Don't believe me? Take a look at the statistics. They speak for themselves. Relationships today carry no genuine value. We are free to spread ourselves as thinly as we want to simply because the vehicle we use to do it is different. Oh, they may say that they are serious about one and at the same time be connected emotionally to three or four others. It is merely riding the fence. They are keeping their options open and setting themselves up for disposable relationships down the road. All this week at Raising Kids on Your Knees, we're going to be praying prayers over our children for healthy relationships and for their future spouses. In the devotionals, we will be stepping up our spiritual parenting in this area so that our children have a living example of what it's supposed to look like. In today's show, I want to share with you several ways the Bible speaks about relationships. The first one is the legitimacy of relationships. Let's look at Genesis 2.18. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. God is the author of relationships, and we don't have to look any further than his word to see how they are supposed to work. God himself longs to have a relationship with each one of us. He enjoyed the relationship he had with Adam in the garden, the freedom to walk and talk and to be part of Adam's life. When sin entered that relationship, it was severed. Thankfully, God had a plan in place to restore that relationship with us through his son, Jesus Christ. When Jesus chose to die on the cross for you and for me, It was the only way to restore a relationship with God. He also had a plan to restore our relationships with one another. The one thing that God said wasn't good when he made Adam was there wasn't a person for Adam to enjoy relationship with. You see, God created all of us with a desire for relationship with one another that he himself will not fill. We need relationship with one another. We are built for it. 
It is God who gives relationship legitimacy and God who sustains relationships. God has set for us extremely healthy boundaries in the relationships we do have. In 2 Corinthians 6.14, it says, Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? One of the most important boundaries is to not be partnered with those who don't love Jesus. He challenges us in this verse to answer the question, how can light live with darkness? Partnering in relationships that are not equally yoked in Christ, whether it be marriage, business, even some friendships, is a dangerous place to be. Many times in the Old Testament, God's people were commanded not to intermarry with the people who weren't his. The reason is clearly outlined in 1 Corinthians 15.33. Bad company corrupts good morals. A steady dose of hanging out with the wrong person will draw you away from Jesus. He exhorts us not to be deceived about this. Choosing to walk outside God's directive is sure to be a trap of the enemy. Let's talk about the purity of relationships in 1 Corinthians 6.18. Run from sexual sin. No other sin so clearly affects the body as this one. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. The relationships that God desires from us are relationships that are pure. Sexual purity is especially important to God. Sexual impurity opens us up to all kinds of diseases. God protects his children physically, and this is one of the ways he goes about doing that. More important than the physical is the spiritual. When we indulge ourselves in sex outside of marriage, we are uniting ourselves illegitimately to someone else as one. We see in Genesis chapter 2 verse 24 that we become one flesh with that person. Not only do we become one flesh, but we also create a soul tie in the spiritual realm. Do you ever wonder why you can't get that high school crush off your mind? You are one with them spiritually. If you've crossed that boundary, you've created a soul tie with that person. The good news is you can confess your sin before God and cut off illegitimate soul ties with anyone you have illegitimately given pieces of yourself to. If you would like more information on how to do that, please feel free to send me a message on that. Good friends always carry with them a great amount of integrity. Proverbs 17, 17 tells us a friend is always loyal and a brother is born to help in time of need. Let's face it, relationships can be downright hard sometimes. You go through a hard time and are struggling. That is hard on the people who love you. Maybe you have a friend that is going through hard times and you just don't know how to help. They pull away or even wound you out of their own woundedness. A friend is always loyal, no matter what. The only reason that you would cut off a friend or a family member is for emotional or physical abuse. Otherwise, we are to stick it out with them. Sometimes they will walk away. Our posture is always one of love and loyalty. I'll be the first to tell you it is a whole lot easier to love someone when they love you back. 
Jesus exhorted us to love our enemies in Luke 6. He went as far as to say that we are to do good to them and lend to them without expecting to get back anything. This is where the rubber meets the road in our relationships with others. If you have a friend that is difficult to love, my challenge for you is to love them anyway, especially if they are a brother and sister in Christ. The integrity of our relationships is critical. God blesses those who choose to walk in obedience to him. Marriage. It is the most important relationship to be honored. Look at what Hebrews 13.4 says. Give honor to marriage and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral and those who commit adultery. Outside of our relationship with Jesus Christ, the second most important relationship in our lives is our relationship with our spouse. It is the most honorable relationship on earth. We have to make choices for those things that hold value and importance in our lives. Our children need to learn the importance of relationships, that they are to be valued and the people involved in them treated with respect and the dignity they deserve. There needs to be an awareness of self-respect and to not spread themselves emotionally. They need to learn to fight for those things that are good and true in their lives, not merely throw them away when they don't fit into their situation. The best way for them to learn this is by seeing it lived out in front of them. We must be great examples of what healthy marriages look like. The chances of our children enjoying a healthy marriage grows when they see their parents living out a healthy marriage. If this podcast has blessed you today, please share it with your friends. If you could leave us a review, we would love that. That helps make sure that others hear it as well. And we love to hear what you think about it. Thank you for being a faithful listener. Let me pray for you this week. Heavenly Father, I lift up my listener today. I ask that you would bless their lives, that you would bless their relationships, that they would walk with integrity and honor in marriage, Lord Jesus, that you would bless them and then bless their children in their lives and their relationships and in their marriages. In Jesus' name, amen.